What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Oh man, we got a, we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover. We had a great NCAA uh, championship last night. Uh, we got a big weekend ahead of us in the NFL. But before we get into that, uh, look, join the un- unemployment line, boys Bernardi, aka Ryan Pace, this week. Boys, Champagne, Illinois. How's winter break treating you? It's it's going good. It's my last week of winter break. Um, classes officially start back up in seven days after Martin Luther King Day, and um, I'm going to be in HR, and I'm going to reach out to Ryan Pace and see if I can be um, his personal recruiter and update his resume before he starts looking for other jobs. Maybe he'll be an XFL general manager because I don't think anyone in the NFL is going to want him. There's I told him I drive. I told him I drive my grandma's car too, so he'll like that. I'm shocked that thing even even still runs. Uh, but look, there's there's been a, a handful handful of firings in the NFL, obviously with the the closing of the regular season. Before we we touch on who's looking for a job come tomorrow, uh, Davey, I'm not crying. You're crying from Naperville, Illinois today. Uh, you got the Jardinier, you got the Jardinier barbecue chicken on the stove. Hot, we made hot some, take. We made some, we made some Jardinier barbecue chicken. You wouldn't think that it goes hand in hand, but it does. You tried it. It was not bad. We went with the mild Jardinier though, because if you go hot on that with the barbecue, it gets way too damn spicy. Uh, also, you sound incredible this week. I don't know what you did to change it up, but you sound really good. Well, his apartments, his condos decorated. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah you're starting to get things together. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Please, we've also, we've also talked about before. Are you going to put like on your resume that you handled the pool really well and you're the commissioner of a of a league part-time podcaster, full-time message board participant? Uh yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm not interviewing for a while and hopefully I might not have to if my internship goes well, but yeah, I got a couple things up the up the sleeve from this past football year, managing the podcast, being in charge of a college football pool, using Excel and partially being partially colorblind to different types of red with the adversity I had to go through. So it's, right. it's, it's a great story. Uh, Mention the off, time that you went through adversity and you overcame it. First off, it's called format painter in Excel. We got it. We got to try that one out for you. Uh, and, and gosh, what, when, when you bring up managing the fantasy league, it just reminds me of stepbrothers the entire time. Um, look, getting, getting back to the, uh, the action from this past weekend before we recap our records, let's talk about this this Georgia Bama championship game last night. I, I mean, the first half was an absolute snooze fest. Uh, with I think some of the only action being the fact that you know Jamison Williams ended up getting hurt. You had that big catch from from Pickens, who I, I'm actually glad to see Pickens back. General takeaways from the game, I, I you know I think we were all on on Georgia there. We we're on different sides of the over and the under. I had the over, um, unfortunately, on that. But general takeaways from the game, thoughts? Uh, me and Dave called it. It was. Clearly the under, like the first and hit by a point, went, dude. expected. Clear. But Merrick, it was absolute a garbage time. In the second half. It was absolute garbage time. And the thing is, when you have a low first half like that, there's a huge hedge for the second half over. Se- second half and that's over. That's what me and Dave exactly did. So we hit the second half over. We hit the game total under. Um, me and Dave did have a minor panic attack when Ringo brought the ball back to the house and Alabama still had three timeouts and was driving down the field. But um the defense wore Bama down like they did all game, and the under hit. Um, 
Georgia, I think, was very fortunate that Menchie got hurt and Williams was also out too because I think this would have been a completely different game. Alabama has major potential with those younger receivers, but those guys were just too raw, and Bryce Young didn't have a chemistry with those guys, and that's what ended up costing them, I think, to win the game. Well, not to mention, too, not to mention, too, boys, we talked about it last week, but Brian Robinson couldn't get going early. Even when Williams was in the game, Robinson could not could not establish a, a, a solid solid running attack, right? And 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 they were forced to throw the ball and stretch it out to the edge. And sure enough, you know, Williams goes down, and and then all of a sudden, some of your big play options, you know that that really that really goes down. Like those guys had college football jerseys on, but my, I would say fifty percent of those guys on each side of the line that looked like it. This looked like an NFL game, basically, with how big and how fast these guys were. And Bama and Georgia is basically a farm system now with NIL. Good, good thing some of these guys are getting paid. But man, you got to get rid of that three-year rule. Some of these guys could be playing as 19-year-olds in the NFL. In my take, with how big some of them are. But not trying to get off topic. It was a great game. Definitely some nerves with Bennett, but um, him and Georgia pulled through. I think they won because of the great overall team, not because of Bennett personally. But it's a great story. So. Did you America see his Good go Morning America interview yeah. this morning? Oh, yeah. my God. Good for him. Hung over and celebrating. He Electric. deserved it. I hope everyone on that team was hung over and celebrating. They were legally over 21 to drink. I mean, he, he looked like he literally rolled out of bed, combed his hair, and put a hoodie on and showed up. He probably did. I've been out celebrating, too. And the thing is, too, he knows he's not going to the NFL, so he doesn't care. So it's yeah, awesome. He, good he doesn't for give him. a rat's ass. That's what no. I think. I think Hep texted us, and he was like, that just made he just made fifty million dollars worth of insurance sales in his future with that performance because like everybody in Georgia is going to want to get insurance from this guy. Oh, totally, totally. Dave, any any final thoughts on on the college football championship or or even college football season? Well, I, yeah, I think Georgia's defense finally came through, but Bryce Young threw some dimes that just were dropped, and I can think of a couple plays in particular. Um, I forget what, uh, what who it was, but that one corner route where the guy he like dumped it over the linebacker and just got it in in front of the safety, and the guy it just went right off his hands going into score. And then they um, blocked the field goal. Yeah, and I'm with you that uh, if I don't think if Jamison Williams play, I think if he plays the whole game, Alabama probably wins the game just because he makes that much of a difference to him on offense. And I'm with you like the the younger guys just couldn't really step up and get the chemistry with Bryce Young right away. He'll be back though, and I, you know, Alabama's going to reload. I'm happy that Georgia won, um, even in the first half though. You know, I think we got lucky with the under just because the both teams were moving the ball and they just couldn't finish drives. So glad to get that under in. It, we sweated at the end, but we'll take it all day. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, talking about sweating, a couple guys are going to be looking for a job uh, starting starting today, and and probably a few more. Um, you got Joe, Joe Judge of the New York Football Giants. He gone after two seasons. Uh, Brian Flores in Miami. Mike Zimmer in uh, in Minnesota. He's gone. Obviously, you got the two headed monster. Thank God in the Windy City. Gone with with Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Look, any any thoughts on these guys? Thoughts on who the Bears are going to grab? I mean, there's rumors floating around about Harbaugh coming back. I don't know. What do you I think? think- I think the thing is, like, one, I can't believe the Giants didn't fire Joe Judge sooner. I think they realized, holy crap, Miami fired their coach, and we're going to keep this guy who's an absolute clown. The Giants have two picks in the top ten this year, and I think that makes that job a lot more appealing than what the Bears have right now. Like, the Bears have a couple good 
pieces. I'm a believer in Fields, Roquan Smith, Darnell Mooney, Montgomery. But man, that that cap situation is not good. That's an older team. It's not the best job on the market anymore. The Giants is a good job with Daniel Jones is done. You don't need to bring him in. You can bring in a quarterback in the top 10 and another pick with there and get to pick your coach. The Bears are kind of sagged down too, especially with the McCaskies absolutely embarrassing themselves yesterday. It's Oh my God. See what dude. it is. But they I think the Giants get... get the cream of the litter and then it can trickle down to the Bears just because Chicago's an awesome media market and it's awesome when this when the team is doing well. But you're always swimming upstream with the McCaskies and just how cheap they are and just how cynical everyone is, especially Bears fans, which I don't blame. No, that the press conference yesterday by uh, McCaskey was an absolute embarrassment, a complete joke. He basically takes no responsibility, but at, this, but at the same time being in charge of fucking everything. So I don't know how like he can even take himself seriously at this point. I think they're going to do as much in their power as they possibly can to spend $0 on the actual team, save up and build their stadium, and then figure it out from there. Um, I don't see them being competitive the next few years unless Justin Fields ends up being a freak. And you're probably right. I think people might want to – certain people might want to go to the Giants first just because – for those reasons that we just talked about. Not only that, but like the uh, Gettleman's gone too, so you can bring in a GM and he can do whatever he wants. You got carte blanche over there to to do whatever you want. So I, I think I agree with you. I think the Giants might be the best the best gig. But I'm surprised at a couple of these names that were that were gone, like Floors and Zimmer. I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that they both got fired. Honestly, I, I I like Mike Zimmer. And the other thing about the NFL is all these guys are getting fired, and all of them will probably end up as coordinators or head coaches somewhere else. Yeah, well, the thing is, I can see Zimmer getting a gig. No way Nagy's going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere, probably back under Andy Reid. I don't think he'll yeah. ever get a job again. He'll I be a QB say, coach or something. I will say, witnessing the Bears-Vikings in person, I think there was four fourth-and-one situations, and they passed the ball. Andy Dalton passed the ball every time. It was, like, absolutely astonishing. Just, like, how poor that staff is. The Vikings at stadium is beautiful. That ownership has a bunch of money. They want to win. They're not afraid to spend, too, so... It'll be interesting, but man, the McCaskies have to sell the team. I'm sorry. Sell it to Bego- Bezos or sell it to Zuckerberg and pretend they buy a team in the metaverse or something because they're just not doing anything. What do you think about the Vic Fangio firing, too? That's he had boy. to go. He had to go. He is my boy. He's a great defensive coordinator. I think it'd be awesome if he'd go back to the Bears, but he had his shot. He was just too conservative on offense, hiring an old white guy, didn't want to go out of his comfort zone because he'd feel he'd lose his job to a younger, hotshot offensive guy. Fangio will land on his feet somewhere. He'll get to go wherever he wants to go. But, man, I, I also think Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles give a shot. I miss Todd Bowles on the Jets, too. I think he's a good coach, and he walks into a locker room and gets a lot of respect right away. Yeah, there's 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 a, there's a lot, a lot of good openings. Is there any is there any possible chance that you guys think Harbaugh goes to the Bears? It's definitely not out of the realm of possibility if you, you offer him enough money and Michigan doesn't want to match it. And I think you kind of saw what Michigan's ceiling is right now and Harbaugh's ceiling is this last year. You beat Ohio State and you got completely destroyed by a more talented Georgia team. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, like, Michigan has all these alums who have a ton of money and they'll be able to pay Harbaugh more than whatever the Bears would. So I don't think he'd leave. He's got a good gig in Ann Arbor, and I think that team is good. And I think he'll stay a couple more years to see what he can get with McCarthy because that kid's supposed to be the real deal. And Michigan's slowly getting – up to Ohio State and Georgia. They're not there yet, but they showed they have a chance, especially with their new coaching staff and getting rid of Don Brown. Yeah, I agree. I think if, if anyone's a front runner for the Bears job, I think it could be 
could be Flores, especially with how defensive minded he's been. And, you know, who knows? They could bring back Fangio as well. Right. Um, I, I know they loved him for uh, for his time in Chicago. He was there uh, when uh, Mitch and, and company ended up, ended up going to the playoffs. Yeah, so. it's going to just be interesting for me to see where Ryan Pace lands. Like, it was insane that he has been a GM for seven years, botched two coaching hires, botched a, traded up for all these picks. I'm just curious to kind of see where he lands. Like, where is I'm he sure a he's a great prior? person. He wasn't a GM. He worked for the Saints. Oh. And apparently he gives a he's a gives a great firm handshake to the McCaskies, so that's why they liked him so much and almost wanted to keep him until they realized all the backlash that would have presented. Jeez. All right. Well, look, before we get into our NFL uh picks for the playoffs coming up here, uh wild card weekend starting uh this Saturday. Dave, you want to give us a quick recap on records from from the weekend and, and how we're sitting overall? We talked about our NCAA championship picks. We both, me and Blaze, both had the under. Uh, he also took Georgia first half, and then you were on Georgia in the over. I can't believe you took an over. That's shocking. Uh, Blaze, you were three and zero in the NFL, and I was two and two in the NFL. Mikey, we just put you down for one loss. You didn't really, you didn't really say much. I didn't go back and listen, but I only have the notes here, and that's all I can go by. He didn't make any of my picks. Just remember the Chargers. Uh, you still bring up the the rear. You're 20 games back of Blaze. I'm not much better. I'm 14 and a half games back of Blaze. He's leading the charge here. He's got a 6-14 winning percentage all year with only, what, 13 NFL games left to be played? Yep. Am, are you guys going to force me to pick all of them? Is that going to be the thing so in case you guys can catch up to me, or is it, did I already clinch? Well, no, you've got to pick 34 games in order to catch up to me, and then you can – Hey, we can see what happens. I remembered my other game from from last weekend. It was the over in the Patriots Dolphins because it was at forty. Did it hit? It did. Yeah, hit we'll one update one. the spreadsheet, Dave. Up, update the spreadsheet. Unbelievable. Hey, hey just be care. Just be careful with those colors, you know, on that spreadsheet. Boys can't see that. I'm so glad they got rid of those color rush games. Do you remember those those Thursday night games and how bad those unis were? Yeah, they were bad. There is a color rush, Merrick. That's actually a good interlude, so we can talk into we'll talk some NFL futures. Talking about a color rush, a great Super Bowl. I love the Bills and Packers. I think both these teams would be a great Super Bowl. I think the Bills are peaking at the right time, and points bet has these cool little prop bets. And I'm going to double down on a couple things. So this is what I like. I like the Bills and Packers to meet in the Super Bowl at eleven to one odds, and then I'm going to individually bet the Bills to win the Super Bowl seven to one and the Packers um, plus 375 to win the Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to go into Lambeau Field and greet Green Bay with a sold-out crowd below zero weather. Rodgers has done this before. They can run the ball. And also, I think Josh Allen's going to get hot at the right time and carry this team. Um, I think they have a favorable matchup against the Patriots, and then I think they can beat the Chiefs. And who knows what can happen with the Titans. They can lose to the Bengals, and then the Bills are playing an AFC home championship game against Cincinnati. I like both these teams. And if they both make the Super Bowl, um, I'll be having a good 2022, just like I did in 2021. Dave, I know you like the Packers. You talked about it last week as well. And um, anything else you want to add? No, I'm going to be full-fledged rooting for the Packers. I'm in a couple of these playoff polls. One of them is, I think, the ones like the, the NFL.com runs, if you guys have seen it before, the points double each round. But I'm also doing a fantasy league. So I got to be able to pick these teams. And I we already talked about that we like the Bills and Packers. So I'm sure I'm going to be targeting them. But I'm also pretty sure I won't be alone in targeting those players. So a different take on some way to get action out there. But, um, yeah, I would love that to be the Super Bowl. 
Do you guys like any, anyone else from an odd standpoint in the NFC? You've got the Buccaneers plus three fifty to win to to make it to the Super Bowl. Rams are plus four fifty. Cowboys six hundred uh, six hundred even. Forty Nine ers plus a thousand. Cardinals twelve to one. And then you got the Eagles twenty five to one. Anyone else from the NFC that you might take a flyer on to make the make the Super Bowl? So, Merrick, we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but I'm staying away from the NFC outside of Green Bay. I think. It's a it's brutal stacked. path to get there. I feel it's bad stacked. for the Cowboys. They win, what, 12 games, and then they have to play the San Francisco 49ers and go to Tampa Bay because they lost to them in week one. That's just absolutely atro- atrocious. They're going to be beat up and have to go to Green Bay probably on a short week, stay away. If there was a flyer I want to do on somebody, I think it's Cincinnati because Oakland's playing on a, on a day. Um, they have to fly across the country after a brutal game playing at night. And then I think they could beat Tennessee. And then who knows what can happen on the other side of the bracket. So if I want to take a flyer on somebody, it'd be Cincinnati. But I'm going to stay away and stay with the Bills and Packers. But I love Joe Burrow, man. Like, they're going to win a Super Bowl someday with him. It's just a matter of time, but not yeah. this year. So the Bengals are plus 650 to make the Super Bowl. Chiefs are plus 175. Bills plus 350 along with the Titans. Uh, Patriots plus 900 Raiders are, are 20 to one and the Steelers rounding out the AFC are 25 to one. Um, I, I I'm not sold on that chiefs team boys. Uh, and I'm definitely not sold on the Titans, especially with a, uh, you know, with, without a healthy Derek, Han- Derek Henry in the backfield. So, um, Dave, any, any other flyers for you to, to make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC or NFC? I, I don't like the Bucs. I don't think that they're going to be able to do it without all the, with all those guys out. They're only going to have Mike Evans, but it's still Tom Brady. So it's hard to bet against him. Um, if I was going to take like a longer flyer, I would just take San Francisco and hope that their defense can hold up and they, they catch lightning in a bottle, but no, I'm not going to stray away from going, from going and rooting against the, the Packers. I still think they're, they're going to win it all. So. Why stop now? Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I was boys and I were talking about it pre-show, but I, I think, I think it's, you got to think about the Packers. Any flyer I'm thinking about on the on the NFC, I was thinking the Cowboys being a, a little bit of a homer on that one. But to that point, boys, there's so there's so many good teams in the NFC. It's it's going to be a really tough road to get there. So well, let's go, let's go to this weekend's action. We got a couple games here starting on Saturday. Uh, first one that we have, we have the Bills and Patriots. Boys, I think you're on this one. Actually, that's the night game. Sorry, the first game is the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, Bengals minus five and a half. I'm all over the Bengals for for boys those reasons you mentioned. Flying a couple time zones, and not to mention too, they're pretty uh, they're pretty banged up defense. I love all the talent that the Bengals have on offense. I feel like five five and a half is a lot of points for a, a, a wild card matchup like this, but I, I, I think they cover it easily. Yeah, America, I'm with you. I'm staying away just because this seems like it's one or two points too many, but man, if I'm Las Vegas, I have to be so mentally and emotionally drained after everything that had happened. Just like last week was insane. This whole entire season, I feel like they climbed the mountain, just being able to make the playoffs after all this crap. And like, they're just might be happy to be here. And, and I think Joe Burrow's got that swagger and he's got that leadership, even though he's only a second year guy, that locker room listens to him and be like, Hey, we're not just here for a, lo- a short time. We're here for a long time. And I think they're going to beat them, but I don't know if they'll win by six. I, 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 I think they're easily a score. I think that's, that's an easy score. Uh, look, the other one, we're all on it. The bills, B- 
Bills. Patriots. I got the under in that Vegas game too. By the way, I don't know if you saw it on there, but I took the under there for a lot of the reasons that Blaze mentioned. I I think the the Raiders are probably done. Just for exactly like you said though, they're complete. They got to be wiped. They've had all that shit that happened throughout the season. You have a late game, and this first Saturday game, I feel like never is a pretty game for these teams because they're it's always ugly. They're it's always ugly, and I know they usually put the worst game there, but. It's Cincinnati's first playoff game in forever. It's Joe Burrow's first playoff game. Um, and, and it's Vegas coming off of a, a bloodbath against the Chargers just to get in. So I think I'm going to take the under there, 49 and a half, early game Saturday, and brute for an ugly game. Yeah. No, I think that's a good play, too. I, I'd be more lenient. I'm going to stay away probably, but probably not after a couple of beers on Saturday. I'll probably um, lean more towards you than the Merrick's play. Well, Saturday night, we get we, we got – we got the mafia, aka Don Corleone, aka the folks up in Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, hosting the New England Patriots. Bills minus four. We're all on the Bills. Yep, I take a money line minus four. I don't even think this is close. Good year for the Patriots. Something to build off of, but the Bills are just too much of a talented team. There's no way they're going to be able to go into Buffalo twice and beat them. Even if they can try and run the ball, it's not going to be as windy. So Josh Allen's going to be able to open it, open it up downfield. It is supposed to be freezing cold and a little snow, but that's never stopped Josh, Josh Allen before. He's played in Wyoming. I don't think Mac Jones has played in a game with snow yet besides that Buffalo game a couple weeks ago when he threw the ball three times. G- give me Buffalo all day and twice on Sunday. I, like I, I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely not against you on that, please. I think, what, he threw 36 touchdowns this year. Probably the best arm in the league. If if you ask uh, if you ask a lot of folks, but um, Dave, what else you got on this game? Um, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you guys on the Bills. We've I've faded New England a lot this year. Um, I don't like. I still don't like uh, Mac Jones uh, going into this game at least. And I'm you're you're spot on. I totally forgot that that was the windy game that the last time they played there. And I'm with you. Times. I don't think. I, I don't think New England's just – I just think New England's not good enough. And now Buffalo was there last year, and Buffalo really does have a good shot to win the Super Bowl. There's no way they lose a night game on that first Saturday to the Patriots, an in-division rival. I think that they're going to be just as fired up as the Patriots are. No, that that place is going to be buzzing. That place is, is definitely going to be alive. We've got a couple games on Sunday, though, too. Uh, look, the <laughs> – uh, the largest spread, uh, actually second largest spread of the day, excuse me, the Eagles going to Tampa to, to face Tom Brady. Buccaneers are eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm staying away from this one. I, I don't like the eight-and-a-half, that two-score difference in a wild-card game. I know it is Brady, but that still kind of worries me a little bit. Um, now, you do question who for the Eagles is going to be a quarterback, right? Is is Minshew going to be back there? Is Hurts going to be be back? I haven't seen any reports on Jalen for the week. Is he going to be under center come Sunday? Um, I think that was the game plan. I know he was nicked up, so they didn't want to risk it. Um, Dave, I know you said you're hesitant against Tampa Bay, and I don't really like big spreads, but this Philadelphia team, we kind of talked about this with Miami a couple weeks ago. I don't really think they've beaten anybody on this stretch run. And- I- I was I feel just like looking. Tampa Bay could kind of just win this game like 21 to nothing at half and just dry, dry run the clock out. I it's funny you say that they haven't really beaten anybody. I was looking through their schedule again. I'm taking this off my card. Uh, I was looking at their schedule again. Their best wins in the last like of the entire season are they beat the Saints uh when Trevor Simeon was playing. 
They Jesus. beat. They won at the Broncos. Like they lost to. They beat the Panthers, and then all their other wins are against the Giants, the Jets, the football team twice, the Lions. They haven't beaten anybody, not in just in the stretch run. They haven't beaten anybody, period. Yeah, and they got I know they played their backups last week too, but giving up 56 at home to the Cowboys too, just good year for Philly again, just like the Patriots. But I just don't see it. I'd I'd probably take Tampa Bay in a spreader. If I want to get weird and do a big money line, I'd put Tampa Bay on the money line parlay. Yeah, I don't got anything else in that game. I I, I I'm gonna I'm probably just gonna stay away altogether. Merrick, yeah, this is probably the next game is the best one on Sunday. Um, at three fifteen, we'll probably get Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Uh, for better or worse, <laughs> what do you think of that game, Merrick? Cowboys minus three at home against the Niner. Look, I, I think I think that Cowboys, I think that Cowboys defense is going to be too fast for that that San Francisco offense. Uh, I do know Sam France had a, had a great D all all season, but um, that combined with, I, I mean, the fact that you have you know a, a healthy Zeke, uh, Zeke in the backfield. You've got a, a relatively healthy uh, wide receiver core. I mean, the best wide receiver core. Um, I, I know Michael Gallup went down, but you, you do have um, with Amari and, and with C.D. Lamb. So, well, I think there's too many weapons uh, for them there. I, I think if if anything, Cowboys are going to cover this one. I, I like the Cowboys actually uh, in this one covering three. I, I think they're you know it's probably a uh, seven to ten point. Uh, w uh, for for the Cowboys. They've got a tough game after that. Hopefully, they're not looking ahead to it. But uh, I I think they're going to take care of that Forty ers offense pretty easily. You uh you get Martin Luther King Day off. You a little party for Marty on Sunday? No, no, we're off for the Cowboys game. We're Philo that day, buddy. Freight never sleeps. Freight never no, sleeps. It, That's it, right. It don't. We were in the office Sunday. You saw it. Well, I know because you snapped to let us know. It's important. Uh, no, you document. <laughs> you I gotta always document let, these things. I gotta let you know, dude. I gotta let you know. I'm logging hours. Hell of a view from the office, though. Yeah, no corner. Yeah. You? It's, it's not corner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a fucking. Good I only corner. saw one window, folks. No, oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to get that one up there for you then. My um, office is moving. We're gonna be on the uh, moving from the fourth floor. We're going to a new building, going up to the tenth floor, as high as you can get in Naperville, folks. Oh, you can probably geez. see Merrick's office now from there. I know. I can I can see Jerry World from from, from my corner office. Um, we do. We're moving offices too, and and funny part is it's a shared space since so many like so few people come into the office. And like no one except for the executive level get gets an office now. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to to grease a few pockets just just to. Just, so wait, to you're not a, you're not getting room. the on office? They're taking it away. Nobody does. Only you have you have to have a C in your title to, to, to get one. C suite, the C suite yeah. trick. Sorry, yeah. Merrick, that stinks. Well, Philo doesn't apply anymore, I guess, if it's a shared workspace. It's so right. it might apply. It might apply even more because you got to get the best real estate. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a, you're hoteling constantly. C's get degrees. They get they get offices too, but D's don't cut it, Mike. No, no director, 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 and below. I guess don't do it for you, huh? Jesus. Hey, I, are any of you on the Steelers Chiefs game? Let's get back to business. Twelve and a half points. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull the trigger on the Steelers plus twelve and a half. What? what? Um, I think. Why? The Steelers went here like four weeks ago and lost like 33 to nothing. I think it's just going to be closer. And I think Pittsburgh kind of figured something out these past two weeks. They know Big Ben is washed up. I know it was only Cleveland and Baltimore without Lamar Jackson, but that defense is still so good. 
as long as Pittsburgh doesn't turn the ball over, I don't think they win the game. I'm not like Jersey Jerry on Barstool thinking that Pittsburgh can actually win this game. I think they can keep this to single digits and it'd be a pretty safe cover. I take Steelers plus 12 and a half, but I would not pick them outright to win the game. 12 and a half is just too much. I think it's right, but Pittsburgh plus 12 and a half. It's going to be hard for to, it's hard to blow a team out twice in the same month. It's the NFL. We saw Jacksonville beat the Colts this week. Stuff happens. Yeah, it's not Jetpack 2022. So really, really hard for that to happen. I just, I can't, I can't lay the 12 and a half points. I can't take the 12 and a half either because you never know the homes of that offense could, could go off. Except there, you, you do have a banged up Tyreek Hill. I don't know if you guys saw how he, how he hurt himself in warmups last week, but uh, it, jerking around with some other dude in, uh, in the end zone doing, doing, uh, uh, yeah, doing, doing Randy Moss drills in the corner. It's just, just stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Like I didn't know like he that. got hurt, but yeah, the Chiefs stole one in Denver last Saturday night too. Yeah, he 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 only he only had about twelve of their seventy four offensive snaps, and then he then he was riding the pine. Um, do is there always a Monday game? By the way, no, is it is a new development? This is fucked up. I don't like that. I don't like that. I actually love it because there's going to be nothing else on TV. And it's going to be before I go back to school for the first time. So this is like my last escape before I have to go back to school. Ooh, you, so can get some like mon- you can get some Monday scaries. Yeah, I'm no. going to get some Monday scaries. I'll be real scared waking up for class at 10 a.m. Because you know what I'll do? I actually have class starting at 11 on Tuesday, Mike. So I'll be oh, it's easy. But, um, but uh, what's nice about this is Sunday, I can start drinking for the Illinois-Purdue game when Dave and Dave Sr. come down. And then I can just keep drinking all the way through that evening and watch the football game too. And this is just like a Sunday team playing next Saturday. Um, the Rams and Cardinals are going to play um, Sunday against Tampa Bay. So it's six-day rest, just like if they were going from Sunday to Saturday. I think it's a good idea. Everyone's going to be watching this game. There's nothing else on TV. It's a good idea. I think it's a great matchup too. I don't have any side in this. What about you guys? Do you guys want to take a side in this one? I don't know. Bobby didn't raise no quitter. Um, if I'm doing anything, I'm probably taking the over. In this, I, I I think I think both offenses are going to be are going to be clipping along. I know that the Cardinals are a little banged up, so it'll be interesting to see how much production they get. But they've got a ton of weapons, um, and that secondary, um, you know, for the Rams, it, it has been strong all year. But again, I think this one's going to be a little bit more of a shootout. Uh, give me the over the forty nine and a half in that one. I'm taking the Rams in it. I I the Cardinals just haven't had it lately. And they haven't proven really anything. They beat Dallas a couple of weeks ago, uh, but that's about it. I still think the Rams are a better team on paper and on the field. So the three and a half doesn't scare me at all. Uh, I thought it was going to be closer to six or like or seven, a full touchdown. So I like the Rams. I don't think that that's too tall of a spread at all. No, not at all. Not at all. The- I can't believe you don't like the Rams. Like Rams? 2010. Rams? Oh, uh, what do you think Nick Rains is thinking about with this game? Dick Stains? Dicky Stains. Richard? How many kids does he have? Does he have like three kids yet? Yeah, and he lives next door to Maggie Lindsay Johnson, too. Probably MLJ. <laughs> MLJ and MLK. Is he still an athletic trainer? Oh, God knows. God knows. Haven't heard from that guy since I didn't show up to his wedding. Um, I hope you RSVP'd you no instead of just didn't show up. No, I RSVP'd no. Don't worry about it. Come Is on. Is that hard pass? 
Come on, boys. Was he, at, was he at Dan Aspen's or Joe's wedding? He was not at Dan or Joe's wedding. Wow. Nor do I know if he was. In, I don't know if he was invited to either. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna no. invite him. To, I'm gonna invite him to mine. This is a no. You won't. You won't. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna invite him and say, "Kids, welcome." But it's only gonna be his invitation that says that, just so he brings <laughs> brings the whole farm with him. <laughs> Maybe he'll, maybe that is he'll something ride. I would do, Merrick. So I'm glad I'm rubbing off on you. I I know it is. I know it is because you're a psychopath. Um, <laughs> we all are to some degree. Um, gosh, I don't have much left in the tank from a pick standpoint. Uh, I'm I'm sending another package here pretty soon. It's not. Good. <laughs> it's not good. It's an absolute travesty. I, I dude, that parlay last night really fucked me. I it was it was uh it was a send or swing. Uh, or carry for me yesterday if that would have fucking hit. So, um, look, I'm I'm not I'm not the boy who cried wolf on that, but I'm just saying that was a little tough one to swallow this morning. Oh, you needed Georgia over. Yeah, yeah, needed needed that one one extra oh. point. It's just funny when we're on like we were both on opposite sides, like all of us on that. So it's like you're like, oh, I got burned, and I should have gotten it. And me and Blaze like, are you fucking kidding me? It was under the entire game. Yeah, yeah. like I th- I'm pretty sure the live bet total at one point was 35. It got oh down to 32 and a half. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Merrick. And you said we persuaded you on the podcast last episode because I was listening to this on my drive to Minnesota, and then you still bet the over. So you were one of our 104 views last week? Actually, probably I would probably listen five times, so the other 99 people only listened once. God. I played in the background, and I downloaded it on all my coworkers' apps, and I'm like, can you just play this in the background and just throw it in the, co- the closet? Don't do anything with it. Just play it. You, we got to bump tell, those numbers up. Oh, you tell that to Brian Hannon and the, and the rest of the legends? At the cool bank? Brian Hannon. Oh, no. The, the, They're so both he's cool. Not, he's not a legend. He's not a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! How was your drive up to Minnesota, please? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I played Johnny Cash all day. I bought a pack of American Spirits and then just bought lotto tickets, and we didn't win anything, unfortunately. But <laughs> the drive you? back yesterday, I was dying. It was tough. Yeah. I was so hungover. But um, it's like Minis- Minneapolis drive. is an awesome city. I need to go back in the summer, but just to keep them with this gambling. So they don't have slots there. They have pull tabs. So it's like. You pay like five bucks and you pull this paper off to see if you win any money. I probably spent 80 bucks on them. I didn't win anything. So it's a definite scam. I don't think I saw anybody else win either. Um, but some great karaoke bars, some great like um, party places. Um, I love Bears fans. Uh, so after the game on Sunday, we all congregated this one bar and we're all saying, nana, nana, hey, 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 goodbye to Nagy and Pace for like five minutes. <laughs> we're all moving with when like the game was over. So it was kind of fun. Like Bears fans are miserable, but um, so are Vikings fans too. They both hate the Packers, so we're able to bond over that. But um, always a great time partying with Bears fans. You can always give them that. Win or lose, they still booze. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully Fields ends up panning out and this can turn into something. But I've already this is where I'm at in my life. I've resigned myself to the fact that I'm probably not gonna ever see the Bears win a Super Bowl. No. Yeah, you think in theory they'd win one every 30 years, every NFL team does, but that doesn't apply for the New York Jets or Chicago Bears. I know. How (laughs) 
You could have chosen anybody, and you chose the Jets. Well, so that uh, was it. Was in the Browns, I guess. So that was the other thing too. Like I'm trying to start J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets chance in the crowd. No one's, but everyone's like, "What the hell are they doing?" It was just, it was just a fun time, good time. Stadium's awesome. Never going to go back to Soldier Field. I am kind of sold on the Bears moving to Arlington Heights if they can actually build a huge indoor dome stadium to get a Final Four and um, I think they will a Super Bowl. But I don't know if the McCassies can afford it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, prop, property tax out there has got to be through the roof. I'll tell you what, they won't be paying property taxes on that stadium. No, exactly. They'll no, get a tax incentive. Yeah. They won't take money from the city, but they'll get a tax incentive. When Dave moves to Arlington pay. Heights, he'll be paying for this property taxes on that stadium. Hey, Dave. You could park in, you could park in my driveway, 20 bucks for the game. Hey, I don't, is that your driveway officially, or is it still, uh, is it still Mox? What are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about parking at Mach 10's driveway? Yeah, yeah. You parked that car. Yeah. <laughs> no, the problem this week was uh, with the outdoor parking. We got a bunch of ice last Saturday. It was really bad out here. Hey, speaking of tax exempt, do you think if I get a statue at the University of Iowa, is that tax exempt? I don't know, Merrick. Yeah. You're the one who used to call people for pledges. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hey. you call Dallas Clark the Indianapolis Colts tight end one time? I did, I did, and 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 hey, you guys might be laughing, but that uh, that 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 pledge gig uh, got me got me where I'm at today. So I, I ain't mad about it. I ain't mad about it. Log a couple hours on the phone, Dave. It's it's good for you. <laughs> Jesus, All Mikey right, cold what, calls. Yeah, my yeah, Mikey dials, Mikey dials. Um, speaking of what what what's 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 dial this thing up? Let's wrap it up. Uh, give the listeners uh, a little bit of a break from us here, but everyone, thanks for tuning in. We got a lot of good picks for the NFL. Uh, get out, get on the Bills, get on the Packers. It's going to be a hell of a Super Bowl matchup. How I, I might even sprinkle a little something out there just to keep keep Lube on edge uh, up there in Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. So, listeners, are you allowed to dry, are you allowed to name drop like that? Oh yeah, he's going to give a fuck. Um, yeah, Jesus. Uh, I've been I've been putting his kids through fucking private school for the last. Yeah, I was gonna years. say you're much more likely to have a statue built in your honor in East Grand Rapids than you are in Iowa City. Yeah, it's it's not it's not in front of the Italian restaurant. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, that's it. That's it. Listeners, thanks again for tuning in. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the picks. We'll catch everybody next week. Peace. Don't you cry no more.